they're taking what you're saying to them, and they're hoping that you are what you talk. Let's be about everything we drop, because we're going to get tested on it. If, we, if, if the people on the street don't test us on it, God's going to test us on it. Kill the Mockingbird, Truth or Report, with Sean Chris and Sebastian Farr. Yo, yo, what is up, y'all? Welcome to another motherfucking episode of Kill the Mockingbird. This will be our final episode of 2020, because obviously I'll probably be drunk as fuck tomorrow. Or something, <laughs> probably. Most of us will be. We gotta fucking drink our way out of this year, because it seems like we've been uh, under the hammer so far. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's true. <laughs> the alcohol sales are... Year. It's been a rough year. Yeah, but, definitely. You know, we can kind of release all that energy at least, you know, whether or not next year is better. At least we can uh, kind of let go of the past in a little bit of a kind of cultural way. Like we yeah. And, and then hopefully even for like everybody's personal sake, like like you said, it's like doesn't really matter what's happening on in the world. But like but you got to control your own life. I mean, either way, you got to yeah. take the hand you're dealt and do what you can, you know? Yeah. So I had like a couple of uh, stuff that I just wanted to breeze through. Like I know we got some stuff to uh, focus on. Like I I know you heard about the Lu- uh, Louisiana Congressman um, Luke uh, Letlow, who died of COVID nineteen, and uh, now he he was forty one. Uh, the reason I uh, brought that up is because I felt like that is going to be a big uh, propaganda tool that they're going to use moving forward. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. They're going to be and, like he's forty one and young. You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel like it probably will get tied to, like, that new strain or at least the fear that's, you know, connected with that. Just today they announced the first case of the new strain in California. Yep. Uh, and so, it, and more likely than not, Fauci's probably summed it up pretty accurately. It's, it's already here. It's been here for a while, you know. The case in Colorado, uh, that guy had no history of traveling recently. So, you know, that just suggests it's been in circulation for a while now. And yeah, it's probably it's more contagious, but we're not seeing that it's more deadly, which is good. But how do they know uh, that it's more contagious when like only a few people have it? Well, it, I mean, for me, I feel like it's uh, part of the whole stage stage yeah. planning. <laughs> you know, they're trying to like use that second, more dangerous, more contagious uh, strain to kind of keep the fear up, so they can uh, tighten the the leash on the lockdowns and everything like that. Yeah, that is true, because they are, all the news is ramping up like that, you know, everything's kind of like getting, like, they're trying to f- do other fear-mongering tactics, they were even talking about, like, the weather, like, oh, the weather, they were going back, you know how they used to do the snowstorms and, and hurricanes, and they, they're they kind of going back a little bit, pushing that agenda, too, so people could feel like, man, they want people to non-stop being stressed and filled with anxiety, it seems like. Yeah, and that also ties in with the one of the main stories we're going to cover today with the the bombing oh, in Nashville. Yeah. You know, the lone wolf terrorist and terrorism oh. thing is going to be a, a theme, I think, going into twenty. Yeah, like domestic terrorists. Like, yeah, and I, I got a couple thoughts on that because I was really uh, kind of looking into it right now. Like, right before we went on, like, I was just really looking into all the videos there's and footage and stuff. It. Yeah, and there's a couple different angles. I have a couple little theories, I think. I dropped this just so I could, uh, because... Uh, Fuck Mitch McConnell, man. Look, I get the whole, like, you know, if you want, you think conservatively and you don't want to. But how are you going to tell me you're going to spend money, send money to foreign aid and be like, oh, fuck you. 
and fuck the American people. He's a re- quote unquote Republican. Yeah. <laughs> fuck that guy. That's all I got to say. But another part of the uh, stimulus bill, I don't think is getting too much uh, out there, is that they snuck in that whole um, illegal streaming will be a felony. Yeah. Um, I, d- I had a little post about that on my Instagram. Um, and that is just one of many things they're kind of sneaking into this, but that's one of the major ones. And it's, it's like a serious, like high tier federal felony to host any sort of streaming of any type. If it's not through like sanctioned bodies and like through the actual platform, the website or platform that it was, uh, you know, registered through. Yeah. So just little things like, and, and they'll tie <laughs> that into like, Oh, if you're sharing it, you know, that's almost going to be a possible RICO case, you know, if you're sharing it around to other people, like... Or are you profiting off of it? the grip on the digital market of yes. uh, entertainment, anything like that. Well, I think, like, a lot of it, too, and, like, even, like, uh, I was uh, talking about, like, how they're talking about repealing 230, and the thing that does, uh, that's going to affect us is just anybody that's in the truther community is going to get censored hardcore because do you think they're going to take litigation or just kick you off their platform? They're going to kick you off their platform and make sure they're, they're going to block your IP, your IP address, and that's how it's going to be. And I think that's something that we're not thinking about as much. Oh, absolutely. Um, and it's the thing. It's like 230 needs to be reformed. It doesn't need to be repealed. Um, with it being repealed wholeheartedly uh, like that, it's going to basically force uh, big tech platforms to de-platform de- people who are uh, controversial, you know, so they avoid that litigation because they're they're willing to lose a little bit of internet traffic to avoid, you know, multi-million dollar uh, lawsuits. Oh, for sure. I would. I mean, like, if you think about it, like... It just, it's the common sense business yeah. practice, but the thing is, is what we needed was 230 reform so that... You know, they're not held liable for what people say on their platform. It's just that people have a right to freedom of speech and be able to say what they want. You know, even if it is wild out there, uh, a conspiracy or whatnot, it just needs to be able to be talked about. If you were censoring people for all sorts of things, it's just causing, it's just going to cause all sorts, like, a lot well, of problems yeah. and... Just like when everybody was like, yeah, get Alex Jones or all the people, all the like left that hated Alex Jones because Alex Jones kind of, it's kind of weird because they were kind of on the same side at one point when they all hated Bush, but that's a whole different story. But yeah, they want people to get kicked off and it's like, well, shouldn't people decide? And that's why later we'll touch that other subject uh, with like that David Cross shit. That shit kind of pissed me off too. But I think that appealing, yeah, you can't appeal it. Reform, yes. Appeal, no. Because then you're going to start something different and it's going to be worse. Yeah, and we're probably going to see it soon as uh, just a mass amount of deplatforming of people oh, who yeah. are uh, just any sort of free thought. And there's attacks on this, you know, free thinking community from all angles at this point right now. Yeah, some uh, Blackhawks player, uh, I guess he was an ex-Blackhawks uh, hockey player. He was on Twitter yesterday. And he had Bill Gates trending because he was talking shit about Bill Gates trying to get rid of the sun. And people were like, conspiracy. Like, they were going hard on him telling him conspiracy. And not just me, but tons of people were sending the article and linking it to it. There's tons of articles. It's not like a new thing. Yeah. It's, a, it's a bunch of things. And like, uh, I think Gates has had this uh, m- mad scientist plan in the works and publicly out there for several years now. Oh, um, yeah. It's not conspiracy, really, when you talk about Bill Gates. It's, uh, 
it's more often than not, it's just quoting him. And yeah. the media, at one hand, is like, you know, they'll kind of, you know, cover cover his back and, you know, give good PR for him. And the other hand, be like, uh, oh, everything that's negative about him on the me- on the internet, just blow it off as yeah. a tinfoil hat conspiracy. Yeah, just don't don't even look into it, man. Like it's a, if the one was alive, they're all alive, man. That's how they play yeah. the game. Always. Yeah, that's true. We don't ever see Bill Gates wearing uh, masks or gloves. Like everybody else, everybody else plays that role. Because I even seen Bernie Sanders on TV today. He was saying some shit, and I was like, man, this motherfucker had nobody. It was a f- empty, huge, like you know, right there in the Senate. You know what I mean? Like right there in that little, uh, I don't know what they call it, like, but outside of the Senate, you know. There was nobody yeah. around. That fool had a mask on, talking to like somebody on Fox or somebody. It was, it was crazy. And sure enough, I bet you once the cameras are off, um, that mask wasn't on. Oh yeah. What's up, Benny? <laughs> Shout and out to you, my boy Manny. And then you saw um, uh, Josh Hockley. He says, "I cannot vote to certify the election college, uh, the electoral college results on January 6th. And then Walmart. <laughs> they tweeted at him and they were like what'd they say they said something like oh good good luck on your two hour uh, debate or something debate. You're gonna, sore loser hashtag sore loser yeah <laughs> I saw that and that had to be some intern that man, that's managing uh, the social media platforms like logged into the wrong account he probably yeah. meant to do that personal but he was logged into you know where he's working for Walmart maybe or it was an actual Walmart you know I don't know. It, it, it's it's funny theater for sure, but um, no, yeah, I think that's he's got a point, and there should be more attention paid to, paid to the actual uh, June sixth date or January sixth date that's coming up with the ratification of the electoral college. Well, there's going to be a lot going on around that. Yeah, and there's also like uh, you know, that protest that's supposed to be over there. The protest. Yep. Occupied yep. protest. And they're also I've heard rumors that they're trying to. Say either the hotels are booked. Like, they're trying to feel out the person to see if they're, like, out of town or to see. They're trying to, like, say they're booked and close hotels. I don't know how true that is because I'm not booking out there, you know. But, I mean, it's there, not. There's two hotels that have actually shut down all okay. sorts of traffic for those days officially right now. Oh, so so they did. So it is a real thing. See, yeah. I, did, I only heard a little chatter about it. And then the last for these little, like, just run through these headlines, the one that I just added because I was, like, so happy yesterday because everybody was like, fuck Mitch McConnell. It almost seemed like a a, a, a unity because then they were like, yeah, and replace Pelosi. And I was like, yeah, what the fuck is this shit? I was yes. like, yeah, get them yes. old. <laughs> all the neocons and the neo-democrat, uh, neoliberal Democrats, like, all of them have got to go because they're all working for the same globalist masters because they've been there they're they're established politicians that have been uh right there at the greased wheel collecting all that extra cash on the side their loyalty is bought this is why we need term limits in congress in yeah, my opinion for sure because then you become a careerist and then all you think about yep. is how to keep your job yeah you're not worried about us then it's like you can't lump the same people like you know i feel like uh Rand paul has been pretty good Lately, especially, um, especially with calling out the omnibus spending bill and all that. But I think just to prevent corruption, we do need those term limits. Oh, for sure. I, I, we can't let just for one good, maybe one good politician out of all of them. Nah, or even a handful. It's not worth it, in my opinion. You know what I mean? You get 
you can't let these people keep running because then it's, they're just going to run a racket. It makes it just more pro- – just the same thing with cops. You shouldn't have cops on the same beat all the time either because they're going to get know the, yeah. the situation. They're going to know, and you're going to fall in line, and, and, and you have the chance. It may not happen, but you're giving the chance to happen. Particularly if those cops aren't, like, living in those neighborhoods, which is a big problem for some cities. Are you seeing this question here in the chat? What's going to no. happen January 6th? Oh, well, yeah, the, the, that's going to be uh, the Electoral College, right? Like Yeah, the, that's when they're supposed to certify uh, in, like, the House and the Senate. Yeah. And then, like, if a couple senators— but that's when all the protesters are supposed to be there in D.C. as well. On both sides, yeah. It's going to be, like, Trump supporters anti- and, yeah, and yeah, well everything. I mean, any predictions? What do you think? I don't know. Like, it's just been kind of weird for me because, like, honestly, just from an outsider, you know, I'm looking at it from the outside. I'm not over there. I'm not with Proud Boys or Antifa. I don't know any of those guys, right? I have only had few interactions with them on, like, you know, social media. But it just seems like a fucking game, man. Like, when I see this shit, man, I'm just like, what is this like? Like, it just feels like we've watched way too many movies and we're trying to reenact it or something. Because even some of the antics they do and the things they say, you're like, are you kidding me, dude? Like, that seems like some cheesy-ass 90s movie or something. It just, it seems so cliche. Like, it's, to me, it just seems so scripted. Like, I I just, maybe it's like, and and people think like, oh, well, you think all those people, no, it's not about all of them. All you need is one person to be influential that can, people will follow. And if that guy is connected, that's it. Yeah. Um... And you can even kind of, like, tie it back to what you're saying. It's like everyone's hating on Mitch McConnell. Everyone's hating on Nancy Pelosi. It's like, uh, ideologically speaking, Antifa and Trump supporters should both be going after the same group of people. But, you know, we'll see how that turns out. It it would be really cool to see them, like, kind of like, yo, you're not really my enemy. It's those guys. And they're like, hell yeah, dude. That'd be cool to see something like that. That would be what I would see as kind of a awakening, you know, kind of a yeah. realization that the divide and conquer politics is not really working on everyone, but I don't think that's going to happen. I think it's going to be kind of, you know, there's going to be bad actors. There's going to be some, uh, some, uh, plants on both sides, I think kind of trying to escalate things and we're going to see some, probably some street violence, but other than that, outside of, uh, yeah, I think we're going to, but that's oh. already what we've seen. I don't think it's going to be anything. And the, oh, go ahead. No, I was saying, but I don't think the street violence is going to be anything like more than we've seen. Like, yeah, like there's going to be some rumbles, I think. The only possibility is the thing we never touched on, and I kept wanting to bring it up, though, is you know that uh, Grandmaster Jay from the uh, No Fucking Around Coalition? You do know that he got busted like, uh, uh, like yeah. a month ago or I heard something about like that. Because so he I, was uh, flashing. Uh, loaded firearm towards federal agents and then came after him for that. But I mean, I don't know. We'll see. There could be all sorts of things that go off. There could be false flags kind of trigger conflict. Um, It'll be interesting, but that's, it almost feels like that's a long ways away now. There's a lot of, you know, stuff that could happen between now and then. Yeah, what's well, the tough. new cycle never stops this year apparently. <laughs> yeah, and then like uh, that's why uh, I wanted to start it off with that whole uh, occupying of that hotel or motel, that tribal lodge in uh, I think Seattle. I heard about that. Yeah, and it and they're like they're posting this all over. They're like we've we've housed forty three people, 
and need your help to keep them housed. Tomorrow, Travel Lodge, corporate, blah, blah. It's just such a weird thing because it's like, to me, it's like a split for me because, like, obviously, I'm like, well, man, like, if ain't nobody in your hotel, like, it's just a, it's, but then it's like, what well, it is a business? It's just a, it's, it's a tough one. It's not as uh, cut and dry. Like, people will be like, well, it's their business. Fuck that person. But you're like, well, you don't know why they're homeless, too. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, to me, that th- these are like tricky waters because it's like, obviously, that's the per- their property, but like, I don't know. They're, they're sieging, though. Because you're starting to see more of that. Where, and I think it's going to be more because I think people are just going to be like, we're taking shit. Like, and then that's the, the only thing I fear is that that's going to push to extreme authoritarianism. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. We're like, and I feel it's like they're setting us up. Ahead. Yeah, it's all kind of coming ahead, too. It's like there's a lot of people that are behind on rent, and there's been uh, yeah, eviction protections that have been extended and extended and extended. There's only so long that can carry on for. It's like... There's a potential 40 million Americans that could be homeless uh, within the next one to two months, even. Oh, for sure. I know. That's that's what I'm saying. Like, it's almost to be worse than what happened in uh, 08 when 1.5 million people got oh, kicked out of their much, houses. It's going to be much yeah. worse. That's why I'm like, much worse. that's why it's so uh, upsetting. It's like, well, what are you doing? You're, you're, you're sending all this money to other countries like. They may need help, but we got to help ourselves first. We're falling apart in our own our, our own essence, so why don't we build ourselves up, make us, you know, rejuvenate, get that second wind, and then we can help. Because actually, we, we as just citizens help out a lot of other people, like, in other countries. like, And we need to start helping each other so we can build up. Because right now, it's like, all we are is against each other, and it's like that whole thing of, like, fuck America, I hate America. Like, that's what people's mentality well not as much it depends on where you go because on twitter it's a lot like that but like i I just recently started a tiktok thing and man everybody's talking about like it was actually kind of like refreshing whatever like algorithm i found you know that like they were talking about race a lot but like people were talking like pretty good like like you can see that like all that shit you see on the news is bullshit you actually saw real interactions with people and you're like, yeah, see, people don't give a fuck as much as this person's saying. And they have all kinds of different perspectives because there's not two ideologies or a couple. There's tons, millions of ideologies, you know what I mean, in this country, in every country in the world. And to isolate oh, that yeah. just really just really messes things up. Yeah, it's not black and white. It's many, many different shades and colors. Um, with the like uh, kind of social media bubble thing, you kind of see that censorship is dividing us into more isolated, you know, spheres of ideological influence. Um, but I think there's a potential that we can kind of break out of that if um, if 230 gets like repealed hard and a lot of people get censored. Is like maybe they let like put it in the hands of the AI a little too much. Yeah, and just a lot of people get censored they'll kind of wake up to you know the the technocracy but we'll see yeah and everything doesn't go as planned for them ever really they have their own little agenda but it doesn't really work out yeah i feel like a lot of the time people try and kind of like doom pill about you know where we're headed there there's a lot of potential to turn like a great reset into a great awakening and that's kind of what i'm hoping for as long as people are kind of keeping up with the you know their awareness and well for sure you gotta also shut off you gotta shut off those like channels too that are only giving you the negative part of life i think that's part of the problem is we get stuck in these algorithms where they're like toxic and these toxic algorithms really like get us lost and 
<laughs> we can't get out and we're just arguing and next thing we're just mad at the world. Yeah, I agree. Get a little bit of... And now, back to real news. U.S. flies two B-52 bombers to Middle East ahead of possible Iran uh, Iranian attack. I've been thinking that we're going to... I knew as soon as, especially if fucking uh, Biden was in, I was like, we're going to Iran. I don't know if we're going to go, but there's going to be a Cold War, like, you know what I mean? Like, this constant... Because con we always have to have an enemy. And it says, the U.S. military flew two B-52 bombers over the Persian Gulf on Wednesday in an effort to deter Iran among ongoing tensions, according to the U.S. Central Command. The United States continues to deploy combat-ready uh, capabilities in the U.S. Central Command area of responsibility to deter any potential adversary and make clear that we... We are ready and able to respond to any aggressive discretion at Americans or our interest. That's General Frank McKenzie, his statement. He says, we do not seek conflict, but we do, we know, uh, but no one should underestimate our ability to defend our forces or to act decisively in response to any attack. So I just think they're going to build it up more and they're going to focus it away from China. War with Iran has been in the works for oh, yeah. decades now. Uh, that was definitely part of the Bush doctrine. Um, it's kind of, I think, the crown or the the crown jewel in the yeah. the crown of that conquest. The, you know, they're trying to go across all of these Middle Eastern nations that were basically kind of standing up as bulwarks against uh, uh, Israeli-dominated hegemony in the Middle East, and Iran is the last one that kind of stands up to them. Ah, uh, yeah, I agree. So that's the one that's the last domino to fall, I think. Um, or at least that's what they want. How successful they will be is another question. Um, I don't, I see it as a potential chance that it could happen before Trump is out of office. It could start because he's already kind of <laughs> done some actions like on behalf of Mossad and kind of sanctioning what Mossad is doing as well. There have been some high-profile assassinations of is uh, Iranian, uh, yeah. you know, scientific and military personnel over the last year or so. And then he was on the Who Russia... He was on the Rush Limbaugh show, and he was like, bomb the motherfucker, <laughs> or some shit like that. Yeah, you know, fuck around and find out. I oh, think yeah, that's what, what it was, yeah. Um, but honestly, it's like... <sighs> I think it's a big mistake. Iran as a massive country and they have a, you know, mountainous terrain. If they really want, if like we're going to go and invade and occupy like we have done with these other countries, um, that's going to be a massive uh, battle of attrition and it's probably not going to come out in our favor. It will just be a lot of bloodshed, but sure enough, you know, the military industrial complex will make a killing off of it, literally. And, um, you know, we'll be paying for it with our taxes. Yeah, and we'll, but they'll give us six hundred dollars at least. That's cool. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's you know, right. that that's gonna help all right. with all the expenses of nine months. You you can sponsor an American for a dollar. <laughs> yeah, those man, people cracking me up, man. People yeah, had some fun, man. That. They've been cracking me up. I'm like, who cares? I kind of like it when bad things happen because people make good jokes. <laughs> Honestly, it brings out the best kind of that that dark humor. Yeah, you know, especially like brings like, out the best. Yeah. Type of <laughs> Especially it's been cool a little bit on the last few days because I've seen a lot of people being a little bit more like on the same side. Like, of course, there's still people that no matter what aren't. Like this guy, uh, you ever watch Arrested Development? Uh, yes. Yeah, David Cross. So like, I don't know if you've seen on Twitter the other day. 
So Joe Biden tweeted something. After a year of pain and loss, it's time to unite, heal, and rebuild. That's what Joe Biden did, uh, tweeted on Saturday. And David Cross retweeted it. Fuck that. I want blood. And you know what I mean? Then he kind of read it. And like, he said, like I read some of the comments and people were like, oh, you know, what the fuck? Like, so I dug up this other like little shit that where he's talking about kind of like it, you could get his mentality. He's with uh, comedian David Smith and they kind of have a little hashing out about censorship. If there's something that we know, uh, the, the Ku Klux Klan was an ideology. Uh, and that's different than saying Sandy Hook was, nobody died in Sandy Hook, they were actors, and there, it's a false flag uh, operation, and, uh, and the government is behind it, and, um, and specific people, mentioning specific people. And then those people, and we've seen numerous examples of people who receive that information and then go murder people. And I think... You can censor people. And I, I, I just... But come on. I'm I sorry. Mean, you said so, I think. I didn't, like, didn't mean to cut you off. And you think. It, uh, I think you can censor uh, obvious uh, incendiary lies. Our jobs are to educate but, ourselves as citizens. And well, we failed. Well, yeah, but, failing on, but so, people are getting but So you're going to say, look, if you say someone could say this thing and then someone goes and kills some people, didn't that Hinckley guy shoot Reagan over Jody Foster or something yeah, like that? I mean, people do, people commit acts of violence. He didn't look anything up on the internet. He was... He, right, that's my point. I'm saying, like, you could, look, if you want to say, oh, we should censor lies, well, that begs the question, not the logical term, well, just it leads the to the question, who decides what lies are and what the truth yeah, I will. are? I'll I, be know looking... what, I know what a lie is. I know well, what I don't a lie want you... I'm well, I'm sorry. You can clap for that. I don't trust you to be the overlord who decides what the truth is, and I don't trust anyone else, the government or any academics right. or anyone else That's to do right. it either. Like, I think, I think put it out there. It's, and by the way, it, it's the job of us, if we're talking about the job of, of political satire, if someone puts out something about how they don't believe, like, Whatever, Sandy Hook, kids died there. It's our job to make fun of that that's person right. so everyone goes, that or guy's ridiculous. So, yeah, and, that's, that's, that's... and if there's some crazy person who hears it and goes and commits violence, the, the justification for that is the justification to shut down freedom of speech completely because someone could take it the wrong way. No, someone could take what I'm saying the wrong way you're right now. You're making a massive yeah, I don't leap. think he is, and I don't even like this guy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think... Like, that's the crazy mentality that some people have. Like, like it's like, well, I want this censored, but they don't understand what happens. Like, when you start censoring things, it doesn't matter. Oh, I don't like that, so censor that. But then someone's going to say, I don't like that, and you're going to be like, no, I'm cool with that. Well, that's not how it works. Once you start censoring, it's just all downhill from there. Boom, 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 channels. You, I've already seen it. Like, uh, I don't know if people are deleting their channels, too, because I know a lot of people were like, I'm going to delete my channels. Like, because all the terms and conditions on all of the... Uh, social media apps updated every single one like YouTube that. has that like every single one so it's like I mean do what you gotta do man I just say man if they gotta delete my account man I, <laughs> I don't give a shit I'll just create another one man I don't really give a shit and then they block my IP address I get another IP address <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and this is all achievable. You just have to do the, your research yourself. But you know, with the terms and service from IG and stuff about like kind of how they've been operating their, you know, their platform and invading on our privacy, we knew that most of us knew this already. Like they've been doing this for for years, for years they've been invading our privacy. You know, opening up your camera through that app, 
um, just because now they're declaring uh, that they're officially doing it in their terms of service, like, you know what, like, if it's such a big problem, like, put a put a piece of tape over your the lens of your camera yeah. on your phone. That's all you, but, yeah. And for me, it's like, I'm always assuming my government tracking device, a.k.a. my cell phone, is uh, always spying on me. You know, if I'm going to have a conversation about something I don't want them to hear, I'm going to leave my phone in the other room. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you got to assume, like... Plus, you got to look into... There's a lot of... technology for, gotta, the, for the most leverage they can get. Yeah, and you got to use it against them as well because, like, you could use it against them. Like, there's a lot of these uh, Linux phones going around, too. People, like, uh, yep. you get, like, a Pixel phone or, like, some kind of Android and uh, they could get... Take kind of everything off. It. Yeah, they jailbreak it. Take uh, all the Google software off and put all Linux. And some are good, some are bad. You gotta, you know, shop around, find the right one. Yep. And I think yeah, that whole censorship too leads to like all this kind of stuff and leads it to uh, like people are gonna rebel. Like they all, through pro prohibition. With prohibition, it shows that if you take something away, people are still gonna do it no matter what if they want to do it. Oh yeah. Um, guaranteed. Um, and you create a black market. So, like, yeah. in uh, New Jersey, they say cops uh, busted a legal bar after finding 200 people partying in a warehouse. Two women, have been two women have been arrested after police in Newark, New Jersey, busted an illegal bar in a warehouse packed with 200 people amid the coronavirus pandemic, according to report uh, reports Denise something and Catherine 28. Both of Newark were charged with maintaining... An illegal lick, uh, liquor establishment, illegal possession of alcohol, illegal uh, sale of alcohol. Vice task force detectives respond to a large party where booze was being sold from behind a makeshift bar for midnight Sunday. Public safety chief uh, Anthony Ambrose said. So you're gonna see you more of what? that, man. I have to salute that level of civ civil disobedience. Yeah. You know that is inspiring. You know. Hats off to uh, the folks out there in New Jersey for that one. But we'll see more of that for sure. You know, it's the lockdowns are only going to get more stringent and more strict as we go, especially how, you know, they're fear mongering the new mutations, the new strains and all that. So, you know, the speakeasies are going to be the new uh, houses of philosophy and civil discourse and debate. Yeah. But you know, you might get in trouble for visiting them. <laughs> yeah. Don't don't snitch out your local speakeasy, please. <laughs> yeah. I, I think because uh, uh, our time's kind of like, it, it's not, we still got like a half hour. I'm going to jump into the uh, the Nashville stuff. You know what I mean? Okay. I got a couple clips yep. of the Nashville stuff. Let's see. Uh, I got two, uh, three of the different local medias, and then I threw an ABC in there just to kind of uh, change up the speed to kind of see the, the tone that they're using, the propaganda, and I'll kind of break down what I think of it. And you, you too. Union voting system sending that letter to a handful of President Trump supporters who have made unproven. Oop, wrong one. Oops. That explosion rocking the city of Nashville. Investigators now searching for clues about why Anthony Quinn Werner set off that bomb. Tonight, as they comb through hundreds of tips, a neighbor says he heard chilling words from Werner just days before the explosion. News Nation correspondent Tom Negevin live for us in Nashville tonight with the latest. Tom? Right, Joe and Nashville police releasing that new video to us within about the last 90 minutes. Metro Nashville police say that officer was issued a body camera just days before the explosion, letting us see what he saw. So you're not doing anything wrong, okay? You're not in 
Officer Michael Sippo's body camera shows police calmly getting people off the street to safety. They've heard the announcement blaring from a speaker inside this white RV, warning of a bomb. The officer goes back to his squad car, likely to put on his body armor, when... The FBI today releasing a more recent photo of Anthony Warner as they appeal for fresh leads. Okay, so like you've seen that video, right, of the, the body cam footage? It, yeah. it, the only thing that the, that stood out to me that was kind of strange is like, if you know, if there's a uh, a recording that's like, hey, there's a bomb, there's a bomb, right? You can hear that saying that, right? And then all of a sudden, like, you're just walking all calmly, just putting on your vet. Like, he was very, like, I'm not saying that people can't be, like, obviously people could be different, but it just seemed a little bit out, out outlandish to me. So then I got this second one right here. Three days later, evidence techs are still at the scene, picking through the rubble for the tiniest shred of evidence. They're also looking into the life of the accused bomb maker who died in the blast, the only one killed. His remains, identified by DNA, matched to one of his few close relatives. Investigators say his mother has been helpful. Anthony Quinn Warner was 63. We know he wasn't married, had no children, lived quietly, working in yeah. IT and with alarm systems. He was not on the radar of law enforcement. His neighborhood quiet as well today. Antioch, just 10 miles from downtown Nashville, was swarmed by federal agents over the weekend. Residents stunned by this, including one who tells the Associated Press that days before the blast, Anthony Warner casually mentioned that Nashville was never going to forget him. Jacqueline, knowing what you know now, uh, what are your thoughts? That makes a big difference. Yeah, I need to pay attention more to my neighbors, I guess, yeah. And back to that new video from the police body camera. So the reason I showed, put that clip is because did you see how they intentionally added the neighbor at the end? And they go, well, what do you think? You know, man, these guys. And she was like, I guess I got to be aware of who my neighbors are. And it, and it gives you that whole uh, uh, divide because now you're like, man, if you're scared of every, your neighbor, then who do you, who can you trust? You know, you're scared of your coworker now. You're like, anybody could be anything. It's the same thing as COVID. So it's like the terrorist COVID. You know what I mean? And, and uh, oh, go ahead. DFD, he's right, man. Anthony Quinn was an actor who did die in 2001. That's like, uh, uh that's why then, remember they were wow. just saying I Anthony. Heard that one. Yeah. It's crazy, man. I believe it. I mean, it's possible for sure. I've read a lot of different uh, versions of events on like his backstory from different uh, mainstream media things. There's one from NBC I read about an hour ago. That said, uh, his girlfriend reported him um, to the FBI yep, over a year ago for the bomb threat or for having making bombs in his RV. Well, let and me get that. I got that clip right up. there for you. Watch. Oh, you do? Okay, yeah, all right. right. Yeah. This morning, a police report shows Metro Nashville police were given a tip in 2019 that the Nashville bombing suspect, Anthony Warner, was building bombs in his RV on his property. This is a copy of that report. Police were first called to the home of Warner's girlfriend in August 2019 to check on her after her attorney was worried about her mental health. During that time, records show the woman told police about the bomb comments Warner made. Police then made their way to Warner's home but could never make contact with him, so they left. Police say the information was passed along to the FBI. Due to the lack of evidence relating to any crime, though, police say no additional action was taken. 
Federal authorities continue searching for evidence in the Christmas Day bombing. This video from the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms and Explosives shows a closer look at the damage. The FBI and ATF hope to wrap up their search of the crime scene on Friday, but authorities say a motive may never be found. Now, I got one more clip, but before I do, I'm going to say this. Okay, so have you seen all three angles that they have floating around out there? I've seen a couple different ones. I don't know if I've seen... I didn't get a chance to look through all of the pre-show notes, but no, I didn't I even have I didn't even have the angles in there, man. Like honestly, I've I was seen, I've seen a couple of different ones, but I don't know if it's all three of the ones you're mentioning. Well, there's the but one from the ones. you saw the one where there was the cop walking right where the explosion yeah, happens, I've and you can see one. the RV, but you can't really tell where the explosion's coming from. I've looked at it so many times, I can't tell. Like but it, it, for me on that one, it looked like it wasn't exactly the RV. It yeah, for sure. I, I I agree. But then there's that one where that's floating around that uh, it looks like a thermal, a heat thermal like camera, like uh, yeah. And it shows the uh, and they say that's a missile, and I go that's not a missile because a missile would go, you know what I mean? But what it does look like to me is could it be possibly just a drone dropping a bomb? Because in uh, I think it was in the 80s or the late 70s there was a, a I think it was the weather the weatherman or something like that that one political activist group. And they were in Philadelphia or some political group, and the Philadelphia police with the helicopter dropped a bomb on their house. So if it Damn. could, I'm just saying, I don't, I'm, I'm, that's what I kind of got from it because there is that streak that, but I don't know that much about explosives, but that whole little shh, because it looks like it goes like this, like, and, and it goes like that. But then I also thought, what if it's like a flare gun? Yeah. And, uh, so what you're like, saying about like a, a dropped explosive? Yeah. Um, even ISIS in Syria in 2012, 13, uh, they were using drones and dropping, you know, small explosive devices and using them quite effectively like that. So that technology is not beyond the realm of even, you know, a lone wolf terrorist. Oh, for sure. And that that's what I think the whole narrative is trying to lead towards is that homegrown terrorist that domestic terrorist like oh man this guy said this crazy shit go lock him up yeah you know what i mean hey get him hey and it's already a thing that people there is a, a law it's a terrorist it's called a terrorist threat like i, I know people yep. that have done like prison time for like telling someone i'm gonna kick your ass or some shit like that like yeah that's all you have to say and they can use it and that's considered a terrorist threat yeah it's kind of just tying into like a more uh, pervasive and overruling uh, Big Brother government kind of, you know, putting the foot down on top of individual liberties and rights. You know, it's basically thought police at this point. Yeah. And it's already been like that. But I think that now they're just pushing it more because they're trying to figure out ways of more like the easiest way to control society is to make them control themselves. So if we police yep. ourselves, it's way easier because we won't we'll be fighting each other. And then both sides, some not always, but at least some of the side will see like, oh, they're on my team. Like, you know what I mean? Like they'll see the authority as on. Oh, we're right. So come on. We're the rule guys. You know what I mean? So they have they just separate us like that and people can't see it like you said that we have the same values pretty much not the same values and morals maybe but we want the same things we want to have a good life similar yeah you know, across the spectrum everyone kind of is close to the same ideology you know family you know protection of innocence you can see that across the spectrum um oh i forgot was that my point um 
Well, I got one more clip. I, I got no, that last clip. Let's see. Let's see. This one, like, to me is heavy on the whole domestic terrorist. That's the whole point of that. I got these clips. I wanted to hone in. I feel like the propaganda that they're trying to feed into this. And I think ABC News is one of the leading state propaganda fucking agencies out there right now. But they just land on so thick. Tennessee Bureau of Investigation said Warner was not on its radar. He was not on our radar. But in the August 2019 incident report, officers say both the woman and her attorney tipped them off about Warner. The attorney reportedly telling them the suspect frequently talks about the military and bomb making, adding he knows what he's doing. The report says officers did investigate Warner's home where they found several security cameras and wires attached to an alarm sign, but that officers were unable to see into the RV. Overnight, a police spokesperson saying officers found no evidence of a crime and had no authority to enter his home or fence property. The report was shared with the FBI the next day, but investigators found no records on Warner and no additional action was taken. Investigators are still trying to figure out Warner's motive for allegedly blowing himself up in front of the AT&T building. But sources tell ABC News writings associated with Warner contain ramblings about multiple conspiracy theories. And he was reportedly interested in paranoid theories over 5G cell technology. And the conspiracy theory that shape-shifting reptilian creatures appear in human form and are bent on world domination. When you're looking at all this destruction, it's also kind of amazing that nobody was killed. Some dis <laughs> you know what I mean, man? They've been, uh, there's a lot of people now labeling him as a uh, um, uh, conspiracy theorist. Like, people are like, oh, maybe oh, yeah. he was into QAnon. They're like, oh, he probably believes JFK uh, was uh, killed by blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Whatever. And then fill in the conspiracy. And then I like how they laid it on some pretty good ones. You know, the reptilian one. Um, yeah, <laughs> and I'm like so. But they covered quite a spectrum of conspiracy <laughs> theories with all their accusations of what he is and is not. Like, the, it, it was there was a lot of uh, attention for it for it to be QAnon. I think yeah. they were almost like the media was hoping that he was a QAnon. Oh you know, man, they were like, come on, <laughs> you know, they were rolling the dice, like ready to go, like uh, very much. So. They they wanted just uh, the. Uh, Kill the truth movement again. They're trying to, because uh, I saw people when they were saying that, he, and they were like, oh, of course, who would expect? Like, they think then right after that, that's when the hockey player said something about Bill Gates. And everybody's like, see, yeah, these conspiracies. So it, it just uh, conditions people to look past that as it is nonsense. And it makes it easier for people to control them because they're like, oh, this that's fake news, you know? Like, psh, I heard this guy said, you can't do that, man. And we got to try. Yeah. I think that they were laying it on thick, and then that's why I was like, dude, that's ABC News, man. ABC News has been super like that lately. Like, if you hear their, like, intros, man, their intros are, like, super, like, yeah. like you're going to die. You're like, man, I, I felt like I needed to take a couple Xanax right after listening to that shit. Like, it, it, <laughs> It's like the, the Armageddon report, basically, with a lot of the news these days. Um, they They just love to lay on the fear propaganda, like, real thick. Yeah, and I think we're going back to that. This is what I feel like. This little jingle right here says it all. I think we're going back to that stage. You see something, you oh, say yeah. something. Remember after the terrorists, the 9-11 attacks, the Patriot Act? Hey, if you see, yeah. that's what the Homeland Security lady said. That was her motto. If you see something, say something. Yep, and we've been seeing other propaganda like that throughout the year, um, especially early doors of the 
COVID lockdowns, they were saying like, you know, snitches don't snitches get rewards. Yeah. You know, if you're ratting out your neighbor for having more than the a lot of people over or whatever. Oh, stuff sure. like that. Like, and they've been encouraging that through Thanksgiving, through Christmas, through all the holiday seasons when they know people will gather. They just want to create distrust and animosity amongst local communities, you know, to prevent like actual development of relationships for sure and i feel like that want people afraid of their neighbors like you were saying earlier it's all tied together and that's what i feel like this whole thing is because um the 9-11 was uh what i which i believe in my opinion like you know what i mean which i like uh uh or my accusation (laughs) is that Mossad and uh other uh government agencies had a plan to either steal money and to force the military industrial complex to go like they put the where they wanted to go get that gold money get money and i feel now that this is a similar because it's like oh the fbi all of a sudden cracks cases in 24 hours since when <laughs> <laughs> yeah never um first in history i, tell, I guess like, the only thing the fbi successfully has done at least in this year is the honeypot uh the honeypot operation they had to get people, you know, that were radicalized on kind of the left-right paradigm yeah. to go after Whitmer in your state. And then there was, uh, you know, they, they were real quick to investigate whatever it was with the NASCAR driver. But, you know, they couldn't investigate things like they raided Epstein's Island this year. Yeah. Like, there's so many things. It's like, what are they doing with all that money? We should just literally completely defund the ATF and the FBI. Oh, I've been seeing... Just go to U.S. Marshals, and I think that'd be the best solution for our policing. Oh, yeah, because FBI, first of all, muddies a lot of things up, too, man, and they get people on edge, and then you'd have more money. You don't need that much police. You don't need a police of a police of a police of a... Like, it's just, like, too much, man. And especially the FBI is always... been bureaucracy. Yeah, all bloated bureaucracy. And they're... laptop, yep. Yeah. (laughs) I think that, um... That, that... The other thing that stood out to me is like, okay, you know, like they found his um, DNA. Uh, I mean, not saying that you couldn't find it. Obviously, they could find it. But it kind of reminded me of the passports at 9-11. And then I also was like, okay, he's an IT guy, right? They're saying that they're trying to speculate and push the theory that he's uh, uh, against 5G, right? If he's IT and he's against 5G, why doesn't he do something to attack the infrastructure with like a virus or something or like some kind of way? To like attack their firewall, you know what I mean? Like do something that would actually do something. And especially when they're like, "Yeah, he was like, yeah, everybody in Nashville is gonna remember me." But it's like, I could, but at the same time, I could see that someone just snaps. Maybe they lost their girlfriend or they broke up. You know what I mean? And he's a loner, and he just like was like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna blow up." But it just doesn't make it doesn't One add up to me. Story I heard is he had cancer. Oh really? Yeah, that he had a diagnosis of uh, you know a late stage cancer. And that was also tied to it, and that um, his father, I believe, worked for you know the previous company to AT and T, which was uh, Pacific Bell or something, and he had just recently died of uh, what is it, uh, dementia. Oh wow! And you know, there's all these different things you can tie it to, but I feel like you know the media, whether or not it's staged. They're going to use this crisis to their advantage, and as well as the state. Oh, yeah, for sure. That's going to happen no matter what. There's nothing we could do about that part. We just oh, have yeah. to be wise enough to know that, like, the thing that I don't know how we get to is, like, it's like 
Right now, look at these these spending bills. Like, not even just the, you know, stimulus package, not even the corona aid or whatever you want to call it. Like, just the whole, like, spending bills of all the foreign aid and just to see all that. And already we already knew, and, but to see more people knowing that, I'm like, so are we just going to accept this? Or do we just accept it and move forward? Or are we going to be like, nah, we don't accept this. Like, do something about it. And, and I don't know when that... It seems close because I do see people getting ruffled up. And, and I don't know. I really don't... That's the part I keep, like wondering about is it going to be everybody's like all right you know what i don't believe what you believe maybe but for right now we're on the same team like i don't know if it's gonna get to that but i have i have like some hope that it can get to that level we're like hey man we're on the same team right now we can hash out our differences later right now we gotta fix this part well um speaking of ruffling feathers maybe it'd be a good time to go into that um, upcoming New York uh oh yeah house of Rep- uh, house of uh, house bill they have going so I'll just read directly from the text. This is a real uh, nightmarish scenario. So if you're in New York City or in, honestly in any part of the country, we should be uh, well aware of this. So it starts, an act to amend the public health law in relation to the removal of cases, contacts, and carriers of communicable diseases who are potentially dangerous to public health. The people of the state of New York, represented in Senate and Assembly, do enact as follows. Section 1. The public health law is amended by adding a new section, 2120, to read as follows. Removal and detention of cases, contacts, and carriers who are or may be a danger to public health, other orders. The provisions of this section shall be utilized in the event that the governor declares a state of health emergency due to an epidemic of communicable diseases. Upon determining by clear and convincing evidence the health of others is is or may be endangered by a case, contact, or carrier, or suspected case, contact, or carrier of a contagious disease, that in the opinion of the governor, after consultation with the commissioner, may pose an immediate and significant threat to the public health, resulting in severe morbidity or high mortality, the governor or his or her delegee, including but not limited to the commissioner of the heads of local health departments, may order the removal and or detention of such a person or of a group of such persons by issuing a single order, identifying such persons either by name or reasonably specific description of the individuals or group of group being detained. Such person or group of persons shall be detained in a medical facility or other appropriate facilities or premises designated by the governor or his or her delegates. Now, if that sounded kind of confusing and legalese, it's kind of written that way on purpose, but basically it is granting the most broad spectrum legal uh, law, like legally uh, legal actions for the government to detain people um because they suspect them of being carriers of the disease. There, there's, this is madness. Yep. This is madness. You guys need to look this up and share it, share it, share it. Yeah, what's that? That's you know. yeah. This is New York State uh, Assembly Bill A four one six. Assembly Bill A four one six. It's basically if anybody's that ever been to New York or hear about New York, it's like stop and frisk times a million. <laughs> yep. like because and it's going to be done through digital uh analysis as well you know all that contact contact tracing stuff they've had in, in the works throughout the year um through various state and local governments 
that's going to come into play in a big way when they're kind of deciding who is a potential carrier or asymptomatic person who's been exposed or is exposing people. Or if you this refuse is, to take the vaccine or if you're against the mask or it's going to be a lot of stuff like that. You know what I mean? Where you're like, and yeah. then it's going to be up to their discretion because they get to say like what a deadly disease is. And a key note to notice on this bill is it's actually being heard in the New York State Assembly and Senate on yeah. January 6th, wow. the same day as the Electoral College ratification. So they're trying to kind sneak of it in. slide this right under the radar at the same time as that. Sneaky bastards. Yep. As always. Yep. Wow, man. Yeah, that that when you sent me that, I was like, nah, man. Like, and then I was like, I just saw it today, man. And when you sent me, I was looking at it, and I was like, at first I didn't see the top, like where it was from, and I was like, oh, whose website is this? And I'm like, oh, it's the fucking. <laughs> it's the same. I know, man. It, it it took my breath away. It gave me chills. You know, I was kind of like, wow, they're just really pushing it forward now, and we were seeing kind of uh, this legisla this legislation with the same kind of legal language in Canada a couple months ago. Oh yeah, you know the the ability to kind of isolate and quarantine people, you know, based off the government's, uh, you know, need to know or you know, kind of the the way. Yeah, we touched back on that. The, I... the virus or people who are potentially dangerous to spread it. Yeah, you spearheaded just... that one, man. You were you were uh, you brought that a couple like like a month ago or a month and a half ago. We were talking about the camps in Canada and all that. Yep. And it's and like the same I game plan. And then it's going to come in into the states, and sure enough, they're trying to sneak it in on the yep. same day as that electoral college ratification. Because everybody's going to be paying attention over there. Yep. So if you have family or friends in New York State and New York City proper, let them know about this. Just forward them the direct text of the legislation. Yeah, I'll and have it in the. I'm gonna make a post up. and uh, I'll post that shit up too, and then like put in the link tree and everything. And I'll repost that, and we'll just get try and get it spread around like wildfire. But um, you know, if this happens, this is kind of like legislation that comes through in California. It can very easily, once it gets through in California or New York State, it can very easily come to a state near you. Yep. So I think we should all take this very seriously and kind of react to it uh, as a collective. And on that note, man, it looks like we're getting running down to our time, man. I wanted to wish everybody a happy New Year's, man, and just, you know, make it a great one. I think 2021 is going to be great because 21 is my lucky number, so that's good for me. And I'll, and seven's my lucky number, so I'll be 30, I'm 37 uh, in 2021, so I'm like, it's got to be something good, right? So remember. Yeah, definitely. There'll be good things. There'll be good things. We'll make it happen. Yeah. We have to manifest these things ourselves. And then we'll be, you know, we'll still be going live on every Sunday. 5 p.m. Uh, Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. I'm Sean Chris. This is my man, uh, Sebastian Farr, a.k.a. Seabass. This is Kill the Mockingbird Truth the Report. Like I said, thanks, y'all. Happy New Year's. Wake the fuck up or get woke the fuck up. Fear is freedom. Subjugation is liberation. Contradiction is